Why is doing an operation or something? It's a quiet shift. Okay. Let's get started. Today is Daf Mem Gimel. Yesterday's Mem Beis. We're going to do a review of yesterday's Daf. Today's we have in mind for Shleima, for Das Basranya, Michalaviu, and Bas Yehudis, and Imi Basvara. All else we need or for, and we'll get started on the review of yesterday's Daf. So, um, if you didn't notice, these all these Musnites are talking about. When people get upset at each other, they, they can make, maybe say things and, uh, that about prohibiting benefit one from another. You cannot benefit from me, whatever. I can't benefit from you. Something like that. This is the kind of house that we talk about. It's very, apparently it was very prevalent. So, Baruch Hashem, I don't think it happens as much as it used to. But that's why there's a lot of details on this, these, these, these kinds of laws. So the, so, uh, the Mishnah on the top of the page on Membeis Amin Aleph says, what's the story with Shemitah? So he was Madir Anah, one person was Madir Anah from the other before Shemitah. So he's not allowed into that guy's field. And not only that, uh, even what's leaning outside the field, he's not allowed to eat. On, on Shemitah, he can't go into his field, but he could eat what's leaning outside the field. Um, if you mean the air cuts it off? Well, we'll get to it. I'm oh, not sure, gonna, we'll sure, get to it. We'll get to it. So we'll, we'll see what it means. You know, it, it means that if it leans out, so you don't have to walk into the field to get it. That's what I'm saying. Like not only, no, not the air. You don't need the air cut. As long as I can, I don't have to walk into his property to access it. No, but that's different because if you could... Yeah, I know. Right, you, right, right. You right. go in with your That's hand. right. That's fine. Oh, that's also fine? He's asked to go in. He's oh, okay. not stepping in. We'll get to it. We'll okay. give it. You'll okay. see. You'll see the the sort the idea, and then once you have the idea, you'll see how to apply it. Okay. okay. So let's okay. work with. So we're working with Chazar for everybody else. Okay. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway. All right. Uh, I'll get you. I'll get you. All right. So and and uh, then the the next case is a case of Michael before Shvius. He can go into his field. He just can't eat the fruit. And on Shvi, that's if it's before Shvi's. But if it is Shvi's, then he could go in and he can eat the fruit. Meaning he never had a problem of him walking in his property. His thing was only for food. So uh, before Shvi's, it's a problem to eat the fruit. But uh, during Shvi's, everything's allowed. Even eating the fruit, because it's not his anymore. That's what we're going to get to. So, we saw in the Gemara, uh, seemingly a machlokis between Rav and Shmuel on one hand, and Rav Yechanan and Rish Lakshan on the other. So Rav and Shmuel say that both of them, they both say that uh, if he says that my property is forbidden to you before Shvi'is, then not only is he not allowed to go into his property, of course, before Shvi'is, but even during Shvi'is, and even during Shvi'is, he's not allowed to eat to what's leaning outside the property, even though it's already Shvi'is. And if he made the vow during Shvi'is, that's what the second part of the mission is. So then he can't go into his property Still, but he could eat what's leaning outside the property. That's the halach the way as Rav and Shmuel understand the Mishnah. Rav Yechon and Rishlakish say no, no. If he says my property is also to you before Shviyas, so he can't go into his property and he can't eat what's even leaning outside his property because it's all his stuff. But once it's Shviyas, so then you can't go into his property still, but you can eat what's leaning outside the property. Meaning with going on the same vow that you made before Shviyas, it's still... It, 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 to what extent does it exist on Shvius? 
Okay, basically that's what it seems. So the Gemara is saying, seemingly, we have here a machlokus between Rav and Shmuel. On the one hand, Rav and Shmuel versus Rabbi Yechelen Shlokish. Does a person have the ability to prohibit what is now no longer, while it's still his, but now it's no longer in his Rishos? That's the idea. Can a person, So in other words, if I have a car and I say this car is usher to you to benefit from in any way whatsoever, and then I sell the car to Ruven, does that mean you still can't use it? That's the question, and that's the discussion seemingly what seems to be what's going on. Rav and, Rav and Shmuel say you could do so, and Rav Yechonin says no, you can't do that. Problem is, is that uh, first of all, if that's, uh, is there really somebody that says that a person doesn't have an ability to prohibit what's not in his rituals anymore? If while it's, what, if, he, if he's making the prohibition while it's still in his rituals, and it goes out of his rishos, if that was the, what they're arguing in, so then talk about something which is clearly means to extend it to beyond that. Meaning you should say, this property, instead of saying, my property, which might imply, while it's mine, it's prohibited to you, once it's no longer mine, I have no issues, instead of saying, he should have said, they're arguing in a case where it's this property. Okay, and first of all, and of course if he says my property, they're saying it's still going to be prohibited afterwards. Okay, uh, I mean, uh, if, it's, if it's true, if, if it's true that Rabbi Yechon and Rish Lakish, it's going on their side, that Rabbi Yechon and Rish Lakish say that you can't prohibit what's, pe- what's afterwards, so say it by something where he even implied that he means it to remain afterwards. That's one problem. And second of all, there's a Mishnah. The Mishnah says that a person can answer something that's in his rishos even after it leaves his rishos. Mishnah says like this, somebody who tells his son a vow that you can't benefit from me, so once he dies, so he can inherit him because it's not him anymore. It's, it's over. Okay? Uh, but if he says, he's explicit even after I die, so then that's it. He's cutting him out of the Arusha. So that what's the difference? So Gemara says the difference is here is that over there he says Bechayav of Moso. That's um, that is uh, explicitly to extend. Um, but uh, what's going on over here? So the Gemara says you're right. Really, we're like amending our understanding. If he would say Nechasim Elu, then even Rabbi Yechon Rishlakish would agree that it means to prohibit it even into after they own it. Okay. Um, the Machlokas is only when he says Ma'inachasim, Rav and Shmuel still understand that even though he said Ma'inachasim he means the same thing as Nechasim Elu, that it means to be prohibited because right now it's his, that's why he said it that way, but really it means to extend it even beyond it's no long, when it's no longer his um, and, uh, and he means to answer what, what the, the item, and Rabbi Yechon Lakish say no, we make a distinction in how he words things, if he says Nechasim Elu, then yes if he says nechasai, then no. So that's well, our second iteration. Problem with that is, um, problem with that with that, with this take is is that really everyone makes that distinction between the wording. If you say nechasamelu, it should prohibit past, and if you say nechasai, it should only prohibit for ne- while it's his and not after it's no longer his. Because the Mishnah says that somebody tells his friend, I'm making a vow that I will not enter your house. Okay? So, so then if the guy dies or he sold it, so then I could go in. Uh, but if he says, the if he says, didn't say your house, he said this house, 
or he said this field, so then even if the guy dies or sells it, it remains prohibited. So everyone agrees that we make that distinction, and we understand the distinction when you say your house or you say this house makes a big difference. How does a person have the authority to, to ban something that's for, from the world or everybody else? I mean, I can understand it makes the... He can only ban it from while, while it's his, while he has full ownership on it. Uh-huh. So if he has full ownership, and then he then that, that, loses that ownership. He, well, that's the thing. It doesn't really... So why, why is the world obligated to honor what he banned personally? It's, when it's not even his anymore. The point being is that the, band, the, 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 the effect remains beyond his ownership. That's what it's saying. It stays on it. It's like, a, it's like an encumbered property. While it's mine, I can encumber it, and that's what it is. So then we talk about man's ability to do that? That's, that's, that's what a vow is. Who breaks the vow when he goes? Do I break the vow? <laughs> or whatever, that's the question. He caused me to, you know, I'm, I'm the one that made the vow. He has, he has no idea about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, but so anyway. he doesn't have an idea about it. So it's a show gig. This should be banned for all time. After my death, well, I'm alive after my death. Mm-hmm. For everybody else. Who makes that statement, that vow? He does. Right. The world is obligated to honor that? <laughs> that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. I mean, you see where I'm coming from? It's yeah, but who's, but who's at fault for that? It's his fault if the world doesn't know about it. Yeah, but, but it's but his, but he... The world be, should be punished, or the should be punished for a break. Okay, break. maybe he'll be punished, but... It's his vow. Maybe he'll be punished for it. If somebody goes into the property... We only know what's going to happen. I mean, that's There's no ramifications in this world. Uh-huh. You know, so it's hard to know, you know, like, who gets, who gets the demerit, you know. In heaven, I mean, obviously, the guy who's messing everybody else up is is messing everybody else up. Yeah, it's his problem. The, the people that go on the property are they the ones that they get a sin too? It's not there. We're all one, no, but the problem is we're all in one boat, so we can cause your sin. So it's uh, it's still my problem. Of course, they can't sin. Right. So what if you said bring it into the community? Everyone's alive. He bans his friend from eating his his apples. And, and the friend says, the heck with you, I'm going to go in and take an apple and water. And he takes it. Is he a, is he a thief? Or, or, or on Shemitah? Or, or so that's our Machlokas. That's exactly our Machlokas. Seemingly. Uh-huh. Um, uh, can, can he has, does he have power over the fruit once it becomes Shemitah products? Okay, so let's leave Shemitah out of it. So uh, he owns, I, he owns uh, an apple orchard. He owns it. He sells it to the store, and now... Yeah, he right. sells his apples to the store. But I mean, you, he makes a vow for every my apples. My, mine are special apples, and everyone everyone who brings a life Right. And he sells it to the farm, he sells it to the store. And this guy's back with that. I'm going to buy an apple and eat, eat, eat that apple. Right, exactly. So, so who's, is the guy who eats the apple in... in no, caused his vow to be broken. Caused his vow to be broken. Yeah. Is he called, is the person who buys the apple called? I don't know who's the who's the one, but the the vow has been broken. I mean, how? Does Jewish know. law look at the guy who buys the apple? As he, a he caused it. Well, I is don't he, know. They're both a sin? villain in this case. They're no. They're both. They're both. They're both not right. It's honoring. It's honoring somebody's uh, whatever. I don't know. I think they're both not right. That's how I understand. Achamisin is no sin anymore. So the person that goes on the property 
why should he be responsible after the guy who made the Valkyrie? Well, I don't know if that's hundred percent true. Achamisa, there's no, you know, there's no direct sin, but uh, there's uh, there's accruing uh, various, you know. To hold that person responsible. The respect. Well, it's a limited. You're right. It's a limited thing. But you cause he's messing people up afterwards. So there's something. So it's there's his, something. There's something. It's his fault. There. Yesterday, when you, know, you can ban yourself from doing something that's permitted, and that that's like you, but that's you. Right. I'm You're right. Make your friend. No, but it's on your things. I have control over myself and my things. My things are bound to the same thing, and my, my things are not limited to while I own them. 100%. That's really what we're saying, as long as I was explicit. All right. Anyway. I can forbid you to kiss my wife. So. It's my thing. It's my thing. I'm not his Okay, it's not, there's no point. There's no point. It's no point. Yeah, it's not his Okay, no point. Okay. Um, anyway, continue. Maybe, maybe he, he listens. Okay, weiter, Thank you. All right, anyway. Um, so the Gemara in the end basically said that everybody agrees that um, we make a distinction how you word it. If you say Sadazu, then it's extended. If you say Sadai, it's limited. Or Sadcha, it's limited. Okay, so we said, you know what? There's not even a machlokas here. Rabbi Yechon and Shlakesh are talking about one case, and Rabbi Shmuel are talking about another case. Rabbi Yechon and Shlakesh were talking about a case where he said, Nechasim Elu, or, um, I'm sorry, Nechsai, so it stays only with him, and it doesn't extend past that. And Rabbi Shmuel were talking about where he said, Nechasim Elu, these things, and therefore it remains even afterwards. And that was the bottom line. Now, what's the story with why I'm not allowed in this property? It's Shrita. If I'm allowed to eat the fruit that's leading out the property, then I'm allowed to go in because the part and parcel of the heter of Shvias is to access the fruit. So the fruit is hefker. You can't say the fruit's hefker, but you can't step foot here or I'll shoot. That's not called hefker, okay? That's a problem, okay? You have to be able to be access those fruit that you made hefker. Uh, so the Gemara says we're talking about where the trees are on the boundary already. So there's no need to walk in. So the only right of access that Shemitah provides is the right of access to be able to access the fruit that you have a right to. But if you don't need it, so then that part the vow remains for, and that's why you're not allowed in the property, but you're allowed to access whatever fruit, um, and that's the deal. And that's why I believe, even if you're leaning, you know, forget the, even if you're leaning in to take it, it was the walking access. in that was the problem. But I can take that fruit that's because uh, that's fruit I have entitlement to. But since I don't have to step in his property to get that fruit, I can just lean over and get it. It's okay. Uh-huh. That's the idea. And that is where we left off yesterday. We'll take it from here to today.